a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from the KMOX Newsroom with everything you need to know to get the week going. Our top local story on this Monday, March 20th, a new emergency regulation issued by Missouri's Attorney General that takes effect next month aims to impact gender transition treatments. Missouri AG Andrew Bailey issuing what he calls an emergency regulation, which would force new requirements on health care facilities providing gender-affirming care to minors. That includes one mandate that hospitals must ensure at least annually that the patient is not experiencing what he terms social contagion with respect to the patient's gender identity. Bailey claims children with transgender friends are more likely to consider themselves transgender. Bailey in a statement says the woke leftist agenda has irreversible consequences. The emergency order claims gender-affirming care is experimental, which means it's covered by laws governing deceptive and unconscionable business practices. Carol Daniel, KMOX News. Washington University School of Medicine says in a statement, quote, we take the care and safety of our patients very seriously. Our focus remains on our commitment to providing compassionate, family-centered care to all of the patients and families we serve. Reaction coming in from the advocacy group Promo, spokesperson Robert Fisher says, quote, the Missouri Attorney General does not have the right to politicize health care nor use transgender bodies as political pawns. It is clear his office does not respect the professional guidelines of every major medical association in our country who agrees gender-affirming health care is the standard of care for transgender Missourians. The arrest of a Southeast Missouri Missouri Sheriff takes an unexpected turn. The attorneys for Iron County Sheriff Jeff Burkett says his arrest last week stems from the sheriff investigating a pair of elected officials. A press release from the Crocker Law Firm says Burkett refused to release video footage to the county prosecuting attorney in his investigation. The next thing, the prosecutor files charges to have Burkett arrested for plotting with a man to take illegal custody of a daughter. It's now a political ally of the prosecutor who's in temporary charge of the sheriff's office, according to Crocker Law. The firm claims a similar takeover was attempted before by the same people when Burkett was hospitalized with COVID. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Well, if you were enjoying the first day of spring in Tower Grove Park at about 1 o'clock this afternoon, you might have seen an unusual sight, an SUV tearing through the grass in the park on the Grand Boulevard side. St. Louis police tell KMOX undercover detectives took three juveniles into custody after they tried to evade police. The SUV was stolen. As of now, it's not clear where or when the theft happened. We're finding more about how local circuit court judges who have worked with Kim Gardner are being drawn into the case that could remove her from office. Missouri's Attorney General has asked the 22nd Judicial Circuit to give him a list of all the felony cases dismissed by the court between and over the past six years and the court's reason for dismissing the cases. New school premise identification labels are installed at the Parkway School District. And many more districts in St. Louis County are primed to make changes and vestments with the Office of Emergency Management says it will help in cases of earthquakes, tornadoes, and the worst thing, an active shooter. That school premise identification will reduce the response time of first responders within the building. And it will also allow those that are in the building to provide better information to 911 dispatchers. Bassman says a school safety task force has been working on implementing this for years. Over half of the fire districts in St. Louis County have updated their code, so the school districts they serve will have special labeling. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. Tomorrow is the deadline for parish priests to send a letter to the Archdiocese of St. Louis defending their parish against proposed cutbacks and mergers. Pastors were given one week to write how they see the their parish in terms of the number of people and its financial status needed to continue over the next 10 to 15 years. 
The so-called All Things New Reorganization Plan aims to substantially cut back the current number of 178 parishes across the archdiocese through mergers with other parishes and church closures. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. A High Ridge woman faces possible prison time after pleading guilty to a scheme to help her friends and relatives. In court, she came across as a soft-spoken, polite government clerk. Vicki Hefner worked for years downtown at the Wainwright Building, the Missouri Division of Employment Security. Her job to help people get the employment benefits they had coming. She now admits that she helped eight friends and relatives get benefits they did not have coming to the tune of $140,000 plus total. She faces up to 10 years in prison when she's sentenced in the summer. On the day of her big downfall, she was alone in court except for her lawyer, and none of those she helped swindle money for showed up to be with her. At the courthouse, Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. The KMOX Business Desk, the Federal Reserve, starts two days of policy meetings tomorrow. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger gave KMOX a preview. The Fed is now in a really weird situation where they have this rolling banking crisis. But they also have to deal with inflation, which is still high. We reported last week that CPI, the Consumer Price Index, 6% higher than it was a year ago. So I think the Fed is most likely to raise interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point. But gosh, a lot can happen in the next two and a half days. As we continue on KMOX, let's get the very latest from the Missouri State Capitol. Things are heating up there again, uh, both in the legislature and in some of the statewide offices as well. Uh, Joining us live is Fox 2 Capitol correspondent Emily Manley. Thanks for being with us, Emily. Well, good. I almost said good afternoon, but we're evening now. It's been such a busy day here inside the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, things move quickly, and uh, you know, you're inside that cavernous building. Uh, and uh, as that was happening today, we had a statement from the Missouri Attorney General about gender-affirming care. What did Andrew Bailey say today? I have to say that on the first day back, lawmakers just returned from spring break. Today is day one after a week-long break, and this seems to be the topic of the day. Let's first off talk about Attorney General Andrew Bailey, that he issued a rule today. It's an emergency rule that would pretty much say that any gender-affirming care that involves experimentation of minors would be prohibited in the state pretty much saying that this would ban all gender-affirming care when it has to do, because, or excuse me, because it's experimental. So we're waiting for that rule to be filed. It has not yet been filed. I actually talked to his office this afternoon, and I said, what does this mean for any current minors in the state of Missouri that are receiving gender-affirming care at this moment? And they said, because the rule has not been filed yet, there is not any care at this moment that has been cut off. But we will have to see. I asked about details, and I was told that more details will be coming this week on what this really means for Missourians, not only parents, but young youth Missourians as well, when it comes to what this will do to gender-affirming care in the state. And we've gotten reaction uh, coming into this, uh, both from St. Louis Children's Hospital's uh, partner, the Washington University School of Medicine, which says, we take the care and safety of our patients very seriously. Our focus remains on our commitment to providing compassionate, family-centered care for all the patients and families we serve. Uh, And we've also got reaction, Emily, coming in from the advocacy group Promo, and and they say um, that the major medical associations, every major medical association, um, says that uh, there's nothing wrong with this, that this is the standard of care. 
Yeah, and that's going to be the big key going through this. And I've actually been talking to some people here inside the building, and they're wondering if this would even hold up in court. Of course, while we have all this going on, in the Senate at this moment, members are debating the same type of topic. They're debating banning gender-affirming care for minors and also banning transgender females from competing on women's sports teams. Like I said, this seems to be the topic of discussion today. So this emergency that rule that has been filed by the attorney general in the coming days could end up being challenged in court. Now, once that rule is filed, it would take effect at the beginning of April, according to the Secretary of State's website. But as I said, it seems to be the topic as the Attorney General is filing this rule. But we also have the upper chamber inside the Capitol here debating this same type of legislation. And there have been rallies uh, over the past uh, few weeks. There have been uh, caravans of people uh, heading to the state capitol to testify on, on this issue, on the various bills that have been filed uh, as well. So something definitely to uh, keep our ears to. Also, Emily, there's uh, a potential big development uh, coming tonight in the House. That is exactly right. I'm actually waiting outside of the House chambers at this moment while I'm on the phone because I've been told that the House is expected to take up sports betting this evening. So what this would do would allow sports wagering for those 21 and older in the state of Missouri. Let me remind you that all of Missouri's neighboring states have legalized sports betting. More than a quarter of a million people were actually prohibited on the day of the Super Bowl this year. This is according to GeoComply that weren't allowed to file a bet on their phone. They tried and they got denied because they were in the show me state. So it's a big deal, and especially in the House this year. We've heard from leadership that this is a priority of theirs. So this could be the first step tonight on the very first day back from spring break to see what happens. But I'm told that this could be up for debate here in the chamber, in the House chamber within the next hour or so. And we we hear about St. Louisans driving across the bridge and sitting in parking lots in Illinois to place their bets. Uh, And just want to a programming note, there'll be much more on this coming up tonight on Sports Open Line. So you'll want to stay tuned to KMOX, uh, not only for the mechanics of this, and so many people are are interested in this, but also we're in touch with the bill's sponsor. So we'll let you know in the hourly news, too, as soon as there's some action on this. Uh, So definitely stay tuned to KMOX. As we wrap up last uh, 30 seconds, live with Emily Manley, Fox 2, Capitol correspondent with us. Uh, lots of St. Louis issues uh, in Jeff City that we're, we're keeping our ears to as well, relating to the prosecutor, relating to local control of the police department. Uh, and so we're, we're keeping tabs on those as well. Absolutely. We're continuing to following a lot of major things here happening within the last eight weeks of this legislative session. It's going to be a busy one. <laughs> and we thank you so much for helping uh, clue us into what's happening and bringing us the very latest. Uh, thank you, Emily. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on the STL All Local Podcast. I'm Michael Calhoun. It's a production of the KMOX News team with everything you need to know from around St. Louis. You can subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. (laughs) 